Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. God is still the God who reverses things. He's still the God that can take what the devil meant for bad and turn it into something good. Can you say amen? amen? I want to tell you again while you're sitting right here, the God of surprises is working behind the scenes to reverse some things in your behalf. Hallelujah. Remember what Joseph said to his brothers? What you meant for evil, God has turned it into something good. And he's still capable of doing that. Amen? Uh, Brother Copeland shared a little bit about uh, the stroke I had a few years ago. I, I went in for just a routine surgery. They were going to do a, an incision in my neck in the artery where the blood flows from the heart to the brain. And they said it was, uh, it was blocked. Uh, a, a large percentage was blocked by plaque buildup. And the doctor said, uh, it's a routine surgery. We'll go in and, and do an incision and remove the plaque. And you may be in the hospital a day or two, and then you can go home and take off a few days and then be back to normal. Now, when I went in for that, I wouldn't think it's stroke. I'm thinking routine surgery. I'll probably be home by tomorrow. That's, that's what I thought when they were rolling me down there. And when they got in uh, and did the surgery and they brought me back, Carolyn and the girls were waiting and, and uh, they said everything went well. And they said, well, can we go have lunch? We've been here all morning. Uh, and they said, yes, go ahead and have lunch. And by the time you get back, he'll probably be in his room. When they came back, the doctor met them and said, we've had a problem. Some of the plaque broke off, went to his brain, and he's had a stroke. Now, I don't know anything about this. I'm totally unaware of what's happened to me. And so uh, they put me in my room, and uh, I, I've lost use of my right arm, partial use of my right leg, total memory loss. I don't know a thing. I'm, I'm laying in that bed like a vegetable. I don't know my family. I, I don't know anything. I can't, I can't remember anything. I'm just there. And, and when the doctor would come in or a nurse would come in, I couldn't respond. The only word I could say was yes. That's the only word I could say in English was yes. And, and when the doctor would stand in front of me, and I'd see his lips moving. When he quit moving his lips, I'd say yes. And if the nurse talked and she quit moving her lips, I'd say yes. If one of my family, which I didn't know they were my family, <laughs> if they quit moving their lips, I'd say yes. That's the only word I could say, yes. Everything would, yes. And then, of course, they're telling the family that uh, I'm not likely to ever preach again, never travel again, not likely to ever be normal again, and all that kind of thing. But thank God for a wife and children who understand the life of faith. Amen? They would not accept that. They would not accept that. I, I can't exercise my faith on my own, but they were doing it for me, praise God. They were standing for me. 
Now, I don't even know. I'm not even aware of what they're being told. Now, I found out all of this later. And then uh, they'd keep coming in and they'd bring in a little coloring book, a child's coloring book with butterflies and leaves and trees and, and, and point to them and ask me, what is it? I wouldn't have a clue. I couldn't even tell them what it was on that page. So in the natural, it looks like life as I had once lived it is over. Carolyn's going to have to take care of me for the rest of her life. They wanted to put me in a, 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 a clinic and put me in a chamber that would help rebuild the brain cells. On the inside, even though I couldn't communicate, I, I finally got to the place where I, I'm thinking, but I can't communicate my thoughts. That if they will let me out of this hospital and I get home in my own environment, my recovery will be immediate. So one day the doctor comes in and says, if he shows some improvement today, then we'll let him go home. Okay. So my son-in-law, Rodney, Terry's husband, now Rodney's a character. He came up, uh, they, they set me on the side of my bed. And when, I, when, I, when they set me on the side of the bed, Rodney was sitting there already. And I'm just looking out in the hall, just blank. And Rodney says, Dad, I don't know if you know, remember or not, but I was in here yesterday and, and I'm, I'm just sitting there. He said, and when I was in here yesterday, you told me that you'd like to give me your 67 Corvette. <laughs> he said, now see, he knew the only thing I could say was yes. <laughs> He's setting me up. And he said, uh, you told me you wanted to give me your 1967 Corvette. Can I come pick it up today? And I'm just looking straight out there blank. And then I turned like this and said, no. <laughs> That's the first time I was able to say anything but yes. And, and Rodney jumped up and said, he getting better now. We can all go home. <laughs> but I got home and shortly after that, I had a miracle. My, my recovery was almost immediate, praise God. What, what am I saying? God reversed what they said. What Satan meant for bad, God turned it into something good. And just a matter of a couple of weeks or so, I was preaching all over the world again, and I hadn't quit since. And like Brother Copeland said, does he look like a man who had a full-blown stroke and never preach again? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look what the Lord has done. Hallelujah. Amen. God reversed it. God reversed it. Praise God. Amen. He's a master at reversing what Satan meant for bad. Can you say amen? amen. So look at your neighbor and tell him this. This is your year, is your year. to experience the open hand of God. Supernatural, extraordinary, unusual provision. This is your year to experience the right hand of God. Miracles, power, deliverance. And this is your year to experience divine acceleration. 
God's speeding things up. It's not going to take near as long for your miracle to happen, for your breakthrough to happen as it has in the past. And this is your year for God to reverse some things and then ask him, do you receive it? And if you receive it, give the Lord your best shout. Hallelujah. Amen. So notice once again, Deuteronomy chapter 30 says from the New Living or New English Translation, he will reverse your captivity. And we see this happening right along in the story of Esther. Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 13 and 14 says, and ye shall seek me and find me when ye search for me with all your heart, and I will be found of you, saith the Lord, and I will turn away your captivity, and I will gather you from all nations. The New English translation says, I will reverse your plight. And the word plight means difficult and unpleasant situations. It also means a state of uncertainty and a state of perplexity. And God is saying, I will reverse all that. Amen. And he's the same God. Yes. Amen. He says he changes not. If he did it for people under the Old Testament and we have a better covenant founded upon better promises, then why can't we expect it as New Testament believers? Amen. God will reverse your plight. Amen. In uh, Matthew chapter 19, verse 26, Jesus said, with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. How many of you believe all things are possible with God? Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse one, the Passion Translation says, now faith brings our hopes into reality and becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we, hope, we long for. Faith brings our hopes into reality. How many of you have some big hopes today? Yeah. How many of you have some big uh, uh, dreams today? Yeah. Notice faith brings them into reality. Faith, faith in who? Faith in God, faith in his word, and nothing is impossible with God. God can turn it around. And I believe while you're sitting right here, he's in the process of doing it right now, praise God. So hang on to that. Now the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 2, 14, now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ. Another translation says, who is always in the process of making us triumphant. Notice he's always in the process of making us triumphant. That means even right now while you're sitting here. God is working behind the scenes and he's in the process of causing you to be triumphant. And it wouldn't surprise me in the least if when you got home, the victory's waiting for you, praise God. Hallelujah. Come on, let's give the Lord a shout in advance. Glory to God. Amen. Thanks be unto God. Hallelujah. Now, for some of you in here today, the way God is going to do this, arrange uh, or, or reverse your situations, he's going to arrange for you to experience divine appointments. Divine appointments. That's what I call them. He will not only arrange them for you, 
but he will cause you to be the divine appointment for somebody else. I remember a number of years ago, I was flying to LA and I got on American Airlines out at DFW and I sat down and and everybody was boarding and uh, there was one seat next to the window on the aisle that I was. And it looked like uh, they were about to shut the doors and we were getting ready to take off. But then uh, they, they uh, opened the door again. They wasn't completely shut yet. And one more passenger got on. And as he walked by, he said, uh, you're Jerry Savelle. I said, yes, I am. He said, pleased to meet you. And I said, well, thank you. He said, uh, I've been listening to you for a number of years. I said, well, thank you. I appreciate that. So he went and took his seat. And uh, in a little while, uh, the flight attendant said, there's nobody sitting next to you and this gentleman would like to come and sit by you. Would that be all right? I said, sure. So he came and sat next to me and come to find out he was a young minister just getting started good. And, uh, and he had some questions and I did my best to answer his questions. He said, would you agree with me? I said, about what? I'm not, I'm not too quick to say, yes, I'll agree because I want to know what we're agreeing on. Yeah. Like one time, <laughs> Charles Capps and I were in Seattle, Washington, and we're doing a meeting, um, uh, a men's meeting out in one of those logging camps and had hundreds of men showing up for this meeting. And uh, then that night, it was open to the public. The, the women could come and children and everybody. So we got out of the car and, and we're walking toward uh, the platform and this young man and lady uh, came up to me and said, Brother Jerry, uh, could, could we talk to you for just a moment? I said, sure. I, I don't have very long. I have to go to the platform. They said, we just like to ask uh, you to agree with us. I said, what about? We want to get married. I said, well, what do you need my agreement? This, and the man said, she's already married. <laughs> I said, well, sir, I can't get in agreement with you about that. He said, uh, well, we, we were told that, uh, you know, we're believing God for us to be married. And we, we were told that, that faith without actions is void of power. So we're living together, but she's, she's already married. We're believing her husband's going to release her. I said, sir, that is not faith in action. That's something else in action. And I ain't going to get in agreement with it. So when somebody asked me, would you agree? I want to know what about. <laughs> so this young man said, uh, I'd like to ask you to set yourself in agreement with me. And so he told me what it was and he was believing God for the money for this project. And as he was telling me, I, I sensed the leading of the Lord to underwrite it for him. I said, well, sir, it's not a coincidence that you and I are on this same flight. It's not a coincidence that you round up sitting next to me. I said, in fact, I'd like to underwrite that, pro that project for you. What? I said, yeah, I'd, I'd like to underwrite that project for you. So give me your address. As soon as I get back to Fort Worth, I'll have a check sent to you to cover it. He was overwhelmed. He was just overwhelmed. What was I? A divine appointment. Well, not only that, but I, God has sent me some divine appointments. Amen. Amen. How many of you have ever had a divine appointment? You know, uh, you're wondering where in the world are we going to get the money to do this? Or how's, how are we going to get this done? And who in the world would God use to do this? And then all of a sudden you, you wind up 
seeing somebody or meeting somebody and totally unaware that they are the person that God is using to bless you. I call that divine appointments. Amen. 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 You got time for a story? Yes. I'm going to tell you anyway, you shake your head. <laughs> All right, now listen to this. Several years ago, we, we were invited to go to a wedding. And we got to this wedding. And uh, when we walked in, one of the first people I saw came up to me and he said, Brother Jerry, you don't know me all that well, but you did know my father. And I said, well, who is your father? And he told me, and I said, oh yeah, I, I knew your father and he was a wonderful man. And uh, he said, well, you know, dad passed away. And, and uh, when he passed away, uh, I wound up taking over the family business. And he said, uh, we didn't know that the business was in the condition that it was in. And uh, we're about to lose everything. And he said, uh, somebody gave me your book entitled From Devastation to Restoration. And he said, and I'm on my third reading of it. And he said, this book is changing my life. It's changing my attitude. And I believe with all my heart that what Satan meant for bad, God's going to turn it into something good. And I believe he's going to turn my devastation to restoration. I said, well, I agree with you in Jesus' name. Then he said this. Now, I learned this from you reading that book. Don't go around saying anymore, if it happens. Say, when it happens. Say, when it happens. Look at your neighbor and say, it's just a matter of time. When it happens. And so uh, he said, and I'm telling you, when it happens, I'm going to bless your ministry big time. I said, well, I appreciate that, sir. Now, I don't know how many times I've heard that over the years. And I know people are sincere and people mean well, but not everybody who says something like that follows through. And and so we're at that wedding and he makes this promise to me about when this this turns, I'm going to bless your ministry big time. Well, I thanked him and told him I appreciated that, but it wasn't long down the road we received a check for a quarter of a million dollars from this gentleman. And then later, not too long afterwards, we received another check for $300,000. I said, Lord, raise up more people like that. (laughs) And then it wasn't too long after that, we received another check for $300,000. And in about a year to 18 months time, the man had put in, in different uh, levels, uh, 200,000, 300, $1.2 million over about 18 months. Then I come home and, I, and I'm on my way home and I get a call from this man and he says, could you come by my office today? I said, well, I'm not sure where your office is. And so he told me, I said, I'm on my way home but I I can stop by there. He said, well, if you could, my wife and I'd like to see you for a minute. Won't keep you too long. So I went to his office. He called his wife into his office when he found out I had arrived. And uh, he said, sit down. He sat in front of his desk and uh, his wife greeted me. And he, he had an envelope on the desk there. Then he pushed it over toward me. 
And he said, uh, we, we, we could have mailed this and, and normally we would have, but we just thought we'd like to see the look on Brother Jerry's face when he sees this, because we can't see your look on your face through the mail. And he said, so that's the reason we ask you to come back. He said, go ahead and open it. It was a check for a million dollars. A million dollars. Now that man had put $2.2 million into the ministry because God reversed some things for him. He reversed some things for him. God is still the God who reverses things. He's still the God that can take what the devil meant for bad and turn it into something good. Can you say amen? I want to tell you again while you're sitting right here, the God of surprises is working behind the scenes to reverse some things in your behalf. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So don't ever give up on God. Don't ever give up on his word. So one of the ways that some of you will experience some reversals in your life is through some divine appointments. And then the second way that I want to close with is acts of unprecedented favor. Acts of unprecedented favor, meaning favor manifesting in ways you've never seen it manifest before. Unprecedented. I experienced the favor of God every day of my life. Every day of my life. I've experienced it twice already today. I went, there she is. Where where is she? Right there. I went in this morning to, to get a cappuccino. And little did I know this sweet lady was going to be there. And she said, Brother Jerry, could I buy your coffee? That's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. Oh, just over a cup of coffee. You start acknowledging God over every good thing that happens to you and more good things will happen to you. Thank you, ma'am. That was the favor of God. And then we took Jesse out to have lunch. Uh, Tony and Jesse and I went to have lunch a little while ago. And we're just sitting there. And, uh, and, and Tony said, Dad, uh, uh, I want to pay the bill. And he told the waiter, bring the bill to me. And when the man came back to bring, Tony asked him for the bill. He said, somebody's already bought it. I mean, in less than three hours, I already had experienced the favor of God twice. Well, nothing like that ever happens to me. Well, maybe you don't talk it like I do. Maybe you don't expect it like I do. Now, I didn't get up in the restaurant and put a sign on my neck. Uh, I'm a child of God. I'm a preacher. I expect favor. Come on. No, I don't have to say a word. I just show up and favor goes before me. Goodness and mercy follow me everywhere I go. Hallelujah. And I expect it. Hallelujah. Acts of unprecedented favor. Say that with me. Acts of unprecedented favor. So let's, let's rehearse this again. Some of you are going to have some things reversed and God will be behind it through divine appointments. Some of you, on the other hand, are going to have some things reversed because you will experience unprecedented favor. Go ahead and believe for both of them. Hallelujah. Amen. Divine appointments and unprecedented favor. Hallelujah. Let me wrap this up real quick. Glory to God. 
Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 17. Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth by your great power, and there is nothing too hard for thee. Nothing too hard for thee. Amen. Is there anything too hard for our God? No matter how impossible your situation may look, God can turn it around. Don't forget his hand. Amen. Don't forget his hand. When you leave here this, at the end of this uh, conference, uh, convention, go home and remembering that this is your year. There are, there are examples in the Bible that says, by this time tomorrow. By this time tomorrow, God can turn it all around. Could you be limiting God? What if you're preventing God from doing bigger and greater things in your life? Today's special offer, the Don't Limit God package, contains Jerry Savelle's best-selling book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, and his powerful two-part audio series, Don't Limit God. It's time to expand your thinking and reject small ideas. It's God's idea for you to prosper, and He is able to pour out His extraordinary abundance and provision. He loves to turn around impossible situations. In this package, Jerry teaches how to get into agreement with God, how to see from God's perspective, how to win every fight, and how to receive a miracle. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Don't Limit God special package. Refuse to think small any longer. Order now and learn how to align your life to God's plan and receive all He has for you. Thank you so very much for joining me today. And I want to encourage you to join me as often as you possibly can because we have been instructed by the Lord to help build up your faith, help encourage you, help cause you to become the winner in life that God wants you to be. We're going to continue talking about, over the next few weeks, this subject, Don't Limit God. I want to encourage you to be in faith. Don't ever stop trusting God. Don't ever stop believing God and don't ever give up on his word. Don't limit him because God has big plans for your life and they do not include failure and defeat. So one of the ways that we've learned today on how that we limit God is through our small thinking, through our negative talking and forgetting about the power of his hand, forgetting that God is capable of doing what men say is impossible. Don't ever forget that and don't ever give up on him. Amen. So I want to encourage you, just stay in faith and God is going to see you through. No matter what you're going through, victory is possible and failure and defeat is not inevitable. Amen. So let me remind you of our special offer, two CDs entitled, Don't Limit God. These are very powerful. And even though we've talked about some of this information, this covers so much more, and I know it'll be a blessing and an inspiration to your life. So don't forget that. Two CDs entitled, Don't Limit God. Then my book entitled, Called to Battle, Destined to Win. I wrote this a few years ago, and people have enjoyed it all over the world. We are called to battle. This is not uh, something that we just, you know, tiptoe through the tulip, so to speak. We do have a fight. Paul said, fight the good fight of faith. But it's a battle that you can win. Called to battle, destined to win. The Don't Limit God series. So if you'd like to have this in your home, 
The ordering information is on your screen, or you can go to jerrysavelle.org, and all that information will be repeated. Join me again next time, and until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.